Hello everyone, welcome back to finally another episode of Planet and Growing, woo! My name is Grace. (laughs) And I am Christina. I don't know why I said it that way, but uh, yeah, welcome back, Happy New Year. Um, Happy New Year 2020. Yeah, we finally figured out a website that sounds decent and that we can hear ourselves and each other on. And no lagging, no feedback, no nothing. So we're excited to finally give it a try. Hopefully it turns out as good as we hope it will. Yeah, let us know if you think that it needs some adjusting or if you guys hear anything. But we're testing things out and feel free to talk to us about it. (laughs) I feel like it's a little bit inevitable that at some points it might sound like choppy or like the audio will sound like a little distorted or whatever because, you know, we're now in two completely different states so it's only you know it's just like trial and error test run so hopefully it comes out as like i said as well as we hope it will but so what are we talking about today well considering that it's the new year we thought that it'd be good to talk about just new year intentions um it's not the new year for everyone or not everyone recognizes the new year but thought we recognize the new year so you might as you might too uh and i guess grace and i are very uh reflective people uh, a lot of journaling and uh setting intentions and having future desires so kind of just unpacking what we've been thinking the last couple of weeks with the end of 2019 and the beginning of 2020. yep And actually the podcast that I tried to record by myself was talking about like reflections and stuff. And um, I, I think one of the biggest things that I tend to reflect on was like 2015 to like 2000 well I don't know maybe like 14 and 15 um, like my late teens early 20s um, and more specifically the relationship that I was in back then. because I have like three journals now that are well I have two that are completely filled and then one that I'm still like going through right now and whenever I feel like reflecting I look back at those journals um and a majority of those are filled with like you know about my relationship and whatnot and the second one towards like the middle and end is like the breakup so it's very interesting to like look back and reflect um because I feel like during that relationship was like a huge time for growth for me and um I never really realized how like dependent I was on him (laughs) until outside of the relationship like three years later um not that it wasn't something I hadn't thought about but when you like really do look back through everything you're like damn like I was pretty needy (laughs) and so it's just really cool to see like the amount of growth that has occurred since that relationship and um like the differences and contrasts of me as a partner and as a person in my new in my current relationship now and just you know how much three years time can like how much growth can result in three years time it's pretty interesting oh yeah I'm very grateful for my journals as well to kind of reflect and see how much growth has actually happened because I feel like it's likely that we're constantly growing but to actually reflect on it and see words on a page and you know memories and all of those reflections really helps you to understand how much growth was there 
Yeah, exactly. Because you can only remember so much of it, and even then your memory tends to, like, make things up sometimes. So, like, if I weren't to have gone through all of those writings, I'd be like, yeah, like, that relationship was super healthy. And it's not that it wasn't healthy per se, but it wasn't, it was as healthy as it could be for how young we were and how, like, lost in the sauce I got. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, I think that I'm, I never really ever stood for unhealthy relationships like I wouldn't put myself in that and then stay in it because I was smarter than that but um I think just healthiness kind of redefines itself the older you get and you know the more healthy things become the more you can see how unhealthy things used to be I was reflecting on when you were saying it was 2014 and 2015 and I find when uh I listen to other people's journeys and they have like these uh, years and milestones in their life that I feel like maybe as a collective, we all have like major things that happen on certain years. Like in 2015 was the year that uh, my partner and I backpacked through Europe for three months and that was very transformational for me. And so it's really cool how like you know, you went through a big transformational journey in 2015 as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm a very, like, like numeric and, like, specific date type of person. Like, I know, like, very significant dates. And, like, I always held, like, uh, me and a partner's relationship day, like, our anniversary. Like, the number was always, like, really meaningful to me. And, like, that's why the, the number 11 is so important to me because, like, my first ever boyfriend our anniversary date was on the january 11th and then my ex-boyfriend his basketball number was number 11 and the day that i had like that crazy psychedelic experience was on august 11th and so 11 has always just kind of been like a very present and prominent number in my life and um, me and my current boyfriend we like every time we see 11 11 on the clock we're like 11 11 I love you <laughs> so <laughs> 11 has just kind of been like my number for as long as I can remember and so yeah definitely like 2014 2015 like crazy growth periods for me and transformational and stuff and 2017 is kind of just a year that I wish I could just like wipe out <laughs> like I remember I asked uh, my boyfriend his name is CJ I asked CJ I was like if there was like one thing you could like take back or like something that you regret like what is it what would it be and he told me and he's like what about you I was like probably the entire year of 2017 <laughs> which is a little bit extreme and I was mostly joking but that year was just kind of you know icky for me but I Mostly. think that was the year that we met. <laughs> uh, was it two that wasn't it two thousand seventeen and two thousand and eighteen? Was yes. Anyway, I, yeah. I think I started working at Meads the beginning of two thousand seventeen. So, so it was a good year for you too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it really was. Yeah, no, it was good. It just in, in like the relationship aspect, it was not. But every other aspect, it was all right. Yeah. Yeah, I just. It's very interesting. I've been reflecting on that a lot with uh, lightness and darkness. It's like, you needed it. You needed 2017 to get to where you are now. So that's that. Yeah, that's very true. That's why I never regret anything in my life, because I know that it's all just foundation blocks into mm -hmm. what needs to be. So what about 2019? How was that for you? It was really good. I think, like I have mentioned before, like I'm at such just like a current state and always just at a current state of peace and 
so nothing really ever disrupted that and then like the moments that it did I was instead of being like I don't know like holding on to it and mournful and just like letting it affect me I just kind of felt my way through it and I think this is like that was like the first year that I was able to do that really and just kind of like be the observer of what I was experiencing instead of just being all in it and so it would come and it would go just as quickly um and I I really was able to appreciate and find the beauty in the times that I was feeling very emotional instead of feeling like you know I don't know some people just don't really find the beauty in the darkness and stuff and so like I remember or they feel like it, it shouldn't be there or feel guilt about it exactly yeah like I remember in the beginning of last year during school um I think it was about like maybe a maybe a couple months in if that um we had our first clinic and clinic was basically just us giving massages to the outside public and I got my feedback form from her the moment that I had massage and and we have like a number scale like three was like more than expected two was as expected and one was less than expected and like the whole sheet was almost all ones and for some reason I got really really like upset and just like oh my god like I shouldn't be doing this like I suck at it and instead of being like all right look this is literally the first public massage I've ever given and and not to mention that it was a hundred minutes I had never done a hundred minute massage in my life and you know there's like a lot of things that kind of played into me not being able to deliver as well as I would have liked to and instead of like understanding that I was just a mess for like a day and a half like I could not stop crying because a big pattern in my life has been to always just give up on things when they get hard and so I had to like really realize that and internalize it and bring awareness to it and instead of giving up because obviously it's like you know like a school like I can't just give up I had to keep going and I think that was like one of the moments where I realized that I have always been my own obstacle, which is something that I say pretty frequently, um, because it's still true to this day, but just not as not as much, which I'm really grateful for. But yeah, just so in those moments of me being really emotional, I was like upset and like being way too hard on myself, but also like, oh my god, I love this. Like this feels so good to like express and just to feel this and like, it was kind of like a teeter totter between like you know, bringing awareness to the situation and just kind of like letting myself sulk in it. So it wasn't like too much of one and not enough of the other. It was like a nice kind of combination between the both, but I probably let it go on for a little bit too long. (laughs) (laughs) I think that, yeah, sometimes you just have to feel the feeling and then have to reflect on it and then go from there. It's a good thing to have like a combo like that. Yeah, I agree fully because, you know, the more that you kind of just sit on it and the more that you don't reflect on it, the more it's going to feel real and like the more it's going to feel like, I don't know, like a bad thing, I guess, you know, you kind of have to have like that happy medium of being able to let yourself feel it, but then also see like the reasoning behind the the feeling or the emotion. Mm -hmm. And then I think that I mean, we have similar personalities where we need to be really good at what we're doing. And mm-hmm. so I could imagine like not being as good as you anticipated can be really like irritating. You're like, Ugh. Yeah, it was frustrating because like there was a lot of things that were completely out of my control. Like, for example, like 
when I say this, I don't mean to be rude. I just mean to be factual. Like she was a very large woman. And so therefore my table height was not where it needed to be. Cause when someone's coming off of the table more, the table height needs to be lower mm-hmm. or else I'm like standing on my tippy toes because I'm very short. So like, I was not expecting that because you don't meet the person until like you're about to give them the massage. And so like, there was a few things, like a few factors that were just completely out of my control that I wasn't really able to like, you know, so Uh, I had to just take a step back and realize that like I did as good as I could have and it's not like this woman was paying me or like like I said it was literally the first massage that wasn't on a classmate (laughs) so there's only so much that I could have done yeah 100 minutes seems like a long time for your first like first time too so it's like a lot of attention as well yeah exactly but then what happened was the next day I was like still really upset and um I talked to one of my mentors about it and she was like well it's not like you just got that on like out of nowhere like randomly like we chose you to give a hundred minute massage because we thought that you were capable of it like some people didn't give any massages because you know we feel like you're in a place and you're just excelling so fast and you you're learning so quickly that we thought you would be capable of doing it and that's why we gave it to you so then once she said that like my entire perspective my entire perspective flipped and I was like oh shit like they're doing this because they think I like I'm good at what I do so obviously like you know I'm dumb I need to shut up like (laughs) I need to stop being so hard on myself Mm -hmm. definitely so how was 2019 for you um it was one of the most challenging years that I've had in a while I uh I mean, in the beginning of the year, I was looking for new work, so I was doing like a lot of uh, internal work where I was uh, surrendering and trying to make sure that I was just staying present and trying to stay in a joyful state because I felt like I could really easily go a different direction and um, it's not going to serve me to go that direction, so it was a lot of like awareness in that and uh, once I got uh, the new job that I was looking for it seemed like everything was falling into place and that it was going to be a really good fit for me and it was but I ended up kind of being in a a little bit of a toxic environment and kind of felt gaslit and uh, uh, my Peter was making me feel one way and making me feel kind of terrible and anxious. And uh, so I was learning a lot in, uh, in the darkness this mm-hmm. past year where I was just, uh, you know, trying to find the light, but also just trying to, um, I don't know. I was, was very confused. I was very much uh, knowing, learning and knowing what I did not want. Um, so that was good for me to have that realization and, um, just a lot of, uh, just a lot of growth, a lot of growth. Um, and yeah, in 2019, uh, I, I did a lot of good work for the company that I was working for and it was a lot of success, but it was also really difficult, um, emotionally and, so, like I said, I learned that I didn't want to go in that direction anymore. And now my partner and I have just a, a, had a great opportunity for us to 
be in Austin, Texas. That's where we're at now. And it's, it's been a, a 180, I think. Yeah, it's been like a completely different situation. It's something that we're very grateful for. It's a long, <laughs> it was a long road because uh, him and I have been together for 15 years now. <laughs> That's insane. And so, <laughs> I know. Every time it's... you say that, I'm just like blown away. I'm like, I was <laughs> a child when you guys got together. I mean, you guys were pretty young too. It's not like yeah, you're... we were we were children as well. Yeah, so. that's impressive because a lot of people who get together that young don't stay together for as long as you guys have. Yeah, so I mean, it, it takes it it does take a lot of it does take a lot of effort. I'm not gonna say that everything was like everything is smooth sailing, but we've. Uh, we've always known to come back to each other mm -hmm. and to work towards each other. So we're just, uh, I'm just now very much grounding myself in gratitude for being in this place and uh, being able to have this opportunity. Austin has been, we've been here for about a month now. So it was just like the very end of 2019. It was a good way to end the year and it's just like a very interesting town it's uh it's in the middle of texas and so it is texas but uh it has just a, a mindfulness community a vegan community and um like an outdoor activity uh community because there's a river that runs through the city and a bunch of parks and a bunch of like hiking and camping and so it's That's December, awesome. so it's still like cold, but we've been doing disc golf and having activities and stuff. So definitely with uh, 2020 coming up, I'm just trying to set new intentions for how I want, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I also turned 30 in 2019, so I am no longer in my 20s. And this past decade went by so fast, did not realize like it, it's very interesting where when you're in your early 20s how quickly you can just hit 30 and then it's done <laughs> and oh, i think i know I, well i'm giving you a warning <laughs> oh no <laughs> learn from me <laughs> um it's just it yeah you have to be very i think uh people can really just let their 20s uh blow by and you can be very intentional with these 10 years of like your first decade of adulthood or you choose not to so it's a choice you know right and so that I had a, a a balance of both of moments where I could have been more intentional and moments where I was intentional and um I think that like in the last five years or the last three years it's just helped me tremendously to have a mindfulness practice so that I can be more intentional with my life. Mm -hmm, definitely. Yeah, I think last year and 2018 were the first years I really like sat down with my with myself and looked through just what I wanted and how I wanted to achieve it and the like 2018 especially was like the first year I learned that just like surrendering is like the only way um, mm -hmm. and that everything will come one way or another. Maybe it's not in the way that you expect it to or how it you expect it to, but in one way or another it will arrive. And sometimes it takes a lot longer than you expect to, but that's why like 
surrendering and expecting are just two different things and understanding that surrendering is basically getting rid of all expectation is probably like one of the hardest things to do right yeah it's I've I've found that like pushing and pulling and forcing is not gonna work Mm -hmm. and and it's just very much in your mind when you're trying to like make things work in that way um the universe is going to have things uh, unfold the way that they're supposed to. And you just have to be open to those possibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then sort of like a same ball field is like um, being being mindful with your self-talk and how you choose to like label or not label things because when you label yourself as something, it becomes part of your self-identity and therefore you live through it. And so instead of being like, I am sad, I could just be like, I am feeling sadness. And just, I think that it's really important to be careful of the way that you choose to describe yourself and what you're feeling and remember that you are not your emotions and you're not your thoughts and you're not your experiences, but you're more so the observer of all of them. Mm-hmm. And so, um, just for me it's just like remembering like what I'm feeling aware when my body's doing a thing it's not me and that it's just it's just just happening and it Mm -hmm. just is like Mm -hmm. you just remembering the isness of it all and that like you know instead of being like oh my god like I'm I'm dying (laughs) which is not something I experience at all really but just you know how like sometimes your body just does a thing and you're like what is happening instead of like being I'm in pain remembering that pain is an output not an input so just like little things like that just because I'm one of my main goals for 2020 and just for you know from here on out is just being more physical and more active and um, not because I don't like the way I look and not because I want to change myself, but because I want to keep myself healthy and because I care about myself mm-hmm. and I know it's good for mind, body, and spirit. And so you can't really get anything negative out of working out, but also just being mindful of like when enough is enough and like when I need to take a rest and stuff. Cause mm-hmm. I can't even tell you how entirely sore my, my whole body is it's it's so bad uh yeah because yesterday i i had signed up for just like a free one-on-one session with a personal trainer which is basically just their way to try and get you to pay for a personal trainer but i was like not trying to do that i just wanted to get the 30 minutes and learn new exercises and so i did but now my back is in my shoulders and like my arms are just like so sore and i have work tomorrow so i'm like okay well kind of have to just take it easy today maybe just like go on a walk or like a little hike or something but Mm -hmm. yeah I just really do want to get back into just being more active because a lot of last year was just not it it just wasn't happening yeah it was probably in your mind where you're you're talking yourself out of it yeah it was always a matter of resistance that was a huge thing that I faced last year and it was never because I had an excuse it was just I just didn't want to and so at least I was able to realize that it's like well I don't want to be because this or I have to do that it was more so like I understand that I'm not trying to do this thing right now so I'm just not doing it like I know that I'm like being lazy or I'm being whatever but um I recently watched a video and explaining about how like you're it says like you're not unmotivated you're not lazy you're not bored you're just scared and I think that that's very true like there's always like a deep underlying fear of like the fear of failure the fear of fear the fear of success and that's why we don't really push ourselves to do things and the basis of the video was saying like just do it 
that's why mm-hmm. I also like made that video. I was just like, mm-hmm. cause I made a YouTube video recently for the first time in seven months. Um, and I watched that video and then I went to the gym and I was like feeling inspired. I was like, just do it. And so I did it and I'm getting really good feedback and I'm just very happy that I just decided to go for it. That's actually one of my uh, focuses for 2020 is fearlessness. Um, I, I have a couple of words that I've created for uh, 2020 to be mindful of, but yeah, it's just very interesting about fear one of the things that I've unpacked about fear recently is fear is going to exist regardless. It's just going to exist. And it's where, what side of fear do you want to stay on? The side of non-action and, you know, holding yourself back or the, the side where you're doing something and going for it and seeing what happens mm-hmm. because you, that's a better use of your life is to go on the other side of fear. Yes, 100%. I just listened to a podcast yesterday talking about that exact thing and how this man was in the military and had seen like two of his closest comrades die and got to a point where he's like, like, what do I have to live for? Like, why did I live and they died type of thing? And he learned how to take his fear of whatever he was feeling and just push it to be like a better him. And Mm -hmm. it was really inspirational. And uh, it's a great podcast. It's on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. And it was an episode that had aired about a month ago now. And I haven't been listening to podcasts lately. So I wanted to listen to one on my hike yesterday. And I listened to that one. I was like, hell yeah. Like, this is what I needed to hear. And this is what I need to share with people because it's so, so true. And yeah, you are I, I correct. Heard... Sorry, go on. No, I mean, I probably got inspired by that because I listened to that podcast too. The, hell yeah. The... Yeah, the guy's book is called Fearvana. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's intense. Yeah. Uh, the thing that really resonated with the host, Aubrey Marcus, was like this darkness retreat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, that's scary, being in <laughs> yeah. complete darkness and having to be with yourself. <laughs> yeah, but for seven days. Like yeah. I go into a sensory deprivation tank for an hour and a half. I'm like, all right, that was awesome. I'm chilling. But like seven days, I don't even know how I would function. I would like lose my mind. But that's like the point. It's like you're supposed yeah. to get out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing that you can distract yourself with. You can't be reading a book or anything. It's like you have to kind of stay in a meditative state. Mm-hmm constantly and there's probably a lot of growth with that and that's that's but the other thing about being on the other side of fear is like do you want growth or do you want to stay in one spot yeah yeah this is it this is it yeah just like aubrey marcus was saying like you can either let fear contract you or you can let it expand you and i think that's that resonated really strongly because like fear can make you do really crazy things whether that's positive or negative and i know that the times that I feel fear, it's usually negative things that come out of it because I don't know how to process it. And I, and I like the fear for like the one thing that I can think of was so far buried underneath so many other emotions that I wasn't able to recognize that I was scared. I just thought that I was like, you know, angry or upset or whatever other emotion. And I wasn't able to recognize that it was fear, but 
this is something that I will say until the day I die, but all choices and all feelings and everything in life is either fear-based or it's Mm love-based. And it's, it's easy to tell the two apart because you're either angry and sad and upset or you're happy and loving and joyful. And that's not to say that you can't, you know, like he, like the host had mentioned, like he was fearful because it was driven by love. So that doesn't necessarily mean that he was thinking and acting through love, but he was scared and of, I don't even really remember the situation, but it was like almost a combination of the two, but still at the end of the day, it was rooted in fear. And that's why it was, you know, taking a hold of him. But Mm -hmm. I just think that it's very interesting how people let that fear push them because I feel like that's kind of hard for me to harness. Like, I feel like when I'm scared or when I'm fearful, it it does hold me back or I just don't really do anything with it at all. And um, I think that last year when I went on that road trip with my friend, uh, like a whole week-long road trip, I think that really pushed past a lot of the fearful like tendencies that I have because there's been so many times that I've just wanted to do something, but I was just yeah just scared of like how it would turn out or like what could go wrong and that trip was not like that at all it was the complete opposite I was just basically just at peace with everything and had no expectations because there was no plans and I think that's like a huge thing for me is just kind of going with it and like going Mm -hmm. with the flow and not really having a set structured you know we're doing this on this day and that on that day we just went with the flow and it turned out to be like one of the best times in my entire life so beautiful yeah, I think that fear is going to fear is going to exist in our lives for the entirety. You're not going to like somehow conquer fear. So, it's just a matter of having the journey and the opportunities to approach it and see what happens and how you're going to go about approaching it. And it's going to be a lifelong journey. Yep. Exactly. And one of the biggest things that I have finally catapulted over fear was with just recording and editing that video like Mm -hmm. I have been so scared to put out content for so long because the internet is fucking mean like people are ruthless Mm -hmm. and but when I think about it out of the 13 years that I've been on YouTube and out of the how many years I, I made videos, I would say like one or two out of however many comments I had were negative. And like, I always had a very positive support system. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because just like back in the day, like there wasn't so many trolls and like people weren't as verbally negative online as they were, as they are now. But I just, I have to realize that like, whatever people say is always a reflection of them and I shouldn't let what Mm -hmm. other people think stop me from doing what I want to do and I shouldn't let you know me not feeling prepared because you're never going to be ready for things you want to do and especially things that you're scared to do Mm -hmm. but you just have to do it and then you Mm -hmm. know learn from it and if you fail then at least you have a a second try and um you have a, a what am I trying to say like you know the second time around you'll know what not to do so yeah just do it yeah (laughs) Shia LaBeouf is right (laughs) (laughs) uh no that part of your video resonated with me too because I've been creating content online for a really long time as well and the internet was a lot more kinder and community-based and uh just more friendlier back Mm. in the day and so creating content just seemed more fun because you were gonna get really good 
uh, feedback for the most part. Um, I remember the first time I got like a down like or what are they thumbs down on a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I guess that means I've made it. If I have haters, <laughs> then I guess I've made it. <laughs> so funny. But no, yeah, definitely grounding yourself in the reflection of like, anytime someone is trying, anytime someone's being negative towards you, it's a reflection of them and not of you. Yep. And yeah, I think that I've held myself back from expressing myself in the past because I didn't want to offend anybody or um, whatever, fear. There's a, a list, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I know in myself that I'm a kind person and what I'm going to tell people or, uh, you know, whatever content I'm creating, it's coming from a, a kind and loving place. And if you're going to twist that into something that it's not, well, that's where you're coming from. That has yeah. nothing to do with me. Exactly. True that. So mm-hmm. I know that earlier we had mentioned <laughs> that we had some things that we have written down, whether it be intentions or just reflections. Would you like to share any of those? Sure. So um, I have collected a couple of words and had them be, um, you know, kind of words that I can focus on for 2020. And I ended up getting them to all start with the letter F. <laughs> so then I was just like, I will, I will focus on my Fs. <laughs> and so fearlessness was one of them. I find that I'm definitely... Uh, or have been living in a place of fear. And if I'm going to find any growth, then I can just kind of push past fear, which we've unpacked quite a bit already. Um, And another one that I have is focus. Um, I find that I am a person that has many tabs open, trying trying to multitask to a large degree to try and get things done. And I've learned over the last year and over the last years that that's not gonna get me any uh, production or uh, progress. So focus was another word of mine where I need to be present with what I'm doing in the current moment. Uh, I think that that's very important for me to find any, yeah, progress for 2020. Um, Another F word (laughs) is fun. I've mentioned her in previous podcasts. Gala Darling is a content creator and a very inspiring person. And I was watching a lot of her content in the last month. And one of her main focuses to share with other people and one of her main focuses in her life is to have fun. Like she says, my job is to have fun. So it's a focus that I'm going to be having now in the future is that my my being and my existence on earth is going to come from a fun place. So that's another word. <laughs> I love that. That's so true. That's also like the epitome of me. <laughs> and um, on New Year's Eve, I, me and my boyfriend went out with his friends and um, his friend has a girlfriend for the first time ever and she's super cool and we love her a lot and she was, this was our first. Sorry, this was her first time going out to karaoke with us, and me and CJ just go off. Like we are, <laughs> we take karaoke very seriously. And she's like, "You guys are so fun. Like I love being around you guys. Like even last night we all went to Disneyland together." And she's like, "You guys are so fun." It's <laughs> like, Aww, "Yes, that's cute. what I'm here for." 
Yeah, exactly. It's like, if I'm having fun, then the people around me can be having fun. And I think that's the place to be, right? Yes, exactly. Um, another word is finances. I mean, I think that's kind of can be a common thing for people to have an intention for at the beginning of the year. But uh, I just... I have student loan debt and I'm, you know, I just went through a move which put a dent in my finances. So I, I mean, we saved for it, but it also like, you know, you just want to, I just want to have a better relationship with it. And uh, I'll probably read You're a Badass at Making Money. I read it last year and I want to read it again. I need to read Uh, that. Jen Cincinero is the author of those books, and I highly recommend anything that she's doing. And so I'm, yeah, I'm going to spend some time this year. I mean, it'd be really cool if I could get a lot of my student loan debt done. Um, I've been hacking at it pretty consistently. Uh, my partner was uh, in working in student loan consolidation for a minute, and uh, he gave me a lot of realization that, and this is just for people listening that if you're if you're not attacking it as hard as you can then it's just going to be around for a really long time and it Keith is my partner's name he had a lot of um a lot of evidence that it can really be debilitating to your life so I just want to have that in my past um and then uh fitness is another focus of uh, 2020 is just, and not necessarily fitness in, um, I need to be a certain way or anything. I just want to have a, a daily intention to walk, do yoga, um, you know, go to the gym. Uh, but yeah, so those are like, yeah, those are kind of some of my 2020 intentions that all start with F. (laughs) I love that. That's awesome. Those are really good ones for sure. And I, I resonate with most of them, especially finances, (laughs) because I know that money will come to me. And I know that like just starting out at any job in general is always, you know, a little bit slow, but especially with something where you kind of rely on other people to come because that's the way you make money versus like a shift where you have to be there regardless. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know that it will come and I just have to put in the effort and I need to start like finding clientele to work on outside of my work because I only get paid a certain amount at work, but with clientele, I get the full, like the full price right into my pocket. So, yeah, that kind of reminds me of what I was thinking about finances. Is like I think that I find that I want to have just like a job to cover my finances, but I'm thinking more multiple streams of income and having more creativity with that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Maybe who knows? Maybe this freaking YouTube thing will take off and I'll get AdSense. That'd be great. Actually, you know, we could do an ad on this. Yeah. <laughs> and get like two cents. <laughs> it's true. Two cents is two cents, man. Right? Help us, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, I wrote some things too uh, the day before New Year's Eve. And um, I'll, I think I'll just read the whole thing. It's a couple pages long, but. All right. So uh, this was after I had done like a bunch of reflecting and a theme that was ever present that was constant in the past five years was love and so I started it out saying 
It's always been love. It will always be love. Throughout the last four years, there have been so much of everything. So much heaviness, so much light, so many tears, but ten times more laughter. So many anxious thoughts and so many thoughts full of love and possibility. Every time the new year comes around, I reminisce. The closing of an entire decade, however, has brought me to so much reflection. Reflection on who I was, who I am, and who I want to be. Sometimes the speed that life moves at can be terrifying, but thinking about how much life still lies ahead is exhilarating. I want to feel and, and love like I used to. I was so in love with life and all of its ups and downs. I want to spend more time with myself. I want to get outside more and feel the warmth of the sun on my skin. I want to dig deeper. I want to play more. I want to explore. I want to help others and I want to grow. I want to step outside of my comfort zone. I want to take more trips. I want to write more. I want to eat. I want to eat acid and get to know myself more. I want to get Sorry, I went to go to a festival and dance for hours and dance. Oh, sorry, I just said that. Oh my God, I'm getting lost in the sauce. I want to go to a festival and dance for hours. I want to meet new people and create new connections. I want to express more gratitude. I want to spend more time reflecting. I want to challenge myself and I want to create. I want to be. The list goes on. Only I am able to get myself to do, be, and accomplish these things. The start of the new year brings a collective consciousness shift that I have always been able to feel. So as cliche as it may be, new year, new me, I'm ready to shed the old and bring in the new. Yay! Yay. I like that a lot. Thank you. I think that you were just talking about having a lot of fun. Yeah. That's what yeah, I want to do. Yeah, have fun and uh, I can't think of the word right now. I don't know. It's have fun and be safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can never go wrong with that oh i guess just being more carefree i Mm -hmm. feel like maybe when we're like creating content and with like your your youtube journey and coming back about how like it can bring up a lot of like maybe anxious feelings it's Mm -hmm. like just go just do it just have fun and not be so concerned with other people but the other thing that you said that resonates with me is that we you know individually are the only people like you as an individual is the only person can create this reality for you. You can't rely on other people to create this reality for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then vice versa too. It's like you can't, you cannot get anybody to do anything and you can be inspiration for them and you can be rooting them on. But at the end of the day, like they are the ones who are only capable of changing themselves if that's what they want to do. And mm-hmm. I think that we're specifically like in a partnership or like a relationship you can be more of an influence because you have more direct contact with them and Mm -hmm. um, I know for like me and my partner like sometimes he'll say these things to me about what he wants to do about how like you know where he wants to go or whatever and it becomes a repeated pattern and so it comes to a point where I'm like look like you can continue to tell me these things that you want to do for yourself or you can just fucking do them like Mm -hmm. you're wasting your time by telling me these things just do it and it comes off a little bit harsh but it's like when you hear the same thing over and over and you give them advice and you give them options and solutions or like you know or like even offer them like just you know space to vent and these they you know they take advantage of it but yet they don't do anything about it then it's mm-hmm. like all right look i've had enough of your shit <laughs> go <laughs> go away go do the thing i'm tired of hearing about it it's time you just do it so i feel like me personally sometimes i need to be a little bit more blunt with someone when it comes to something that i'm tired of hearing <laughs> for their own good 
for their own good. For sure, for sure. I feel like I can be the CJ in the situation too, though. So I feel that where mm-hmm. I've like, you know, with this journaling practice, I've go back and read the journal entries and I'm like, why has it taken me so long right. to do the thing that I'm telling myself to do for so long? Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because we stand in our own way. Mm-hmm. So, and it's usually in the grasp of fear. <laughs> wow that was a lot that we just unpacked right now yeah it was good I liked it I like it how it was kind of just a free-flowing conversation for most of it and it didn't really have like a specific topic like we had you know what we wanted to talk about in mind but we also were able to just express and that just kind of goes hand in hand with being carefree and just just doing it just to do it and mm-hmm. getting it out there mm-hmm. anything else yeah. you would like to say Mm, no not really I mean one of the things also that I'll be doing in 2020 which I've been doing for a long time is journaling and a lot of reflection and um, I came to a bullet journaling a couple years ago and one of the items in the bullet journaling is a habit tracker so just trying to keep up with my good habits and uh, that's important to me so uh, hopefully uh, that might inspire other people to do the same because it's just you know uh oh i have the quote actually right next to me so i'll read it i have to move my head though so small disciplines repeated with consistency every day lead to great achievements gained slowly over time john maxwell so just i think that when you have a an intention for the new year uh just try to be consistent with it but if you don't end up doing it uh, that's fine. Just you will find a lot of growth though if you are being consistent with it. So uh, exactly, yeah, yeah. Consistency is key. Whether or not you go as big as you want to, just doing the thing repeatedly will instill it into your everyday life. And I think mm-hmm. that's what matters at the end of the day is just creating these new habits for yourself. And it doesn't have to be how you imagined it, but just starting somewhere is mm-hmm. the best place to start. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I hope you all have a good 2020 uh, and a good next, my God, my friend told me, because, <laughs> you know, I'm 30 now, so in the next decade, I'm going to be 40 fucking years old, and oh my, no. <laughs> it's such a weird feeling, so it's like, okay, well, oh, I, I, so I hope you all have a good next 10 years <laughs> and uh, make it count, because it's going to go by in a flash, because yeah, it did already. The last 10 years went by so quick. Mm -hmm. So happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. And we will talk to you guys soon. We'll leave um, any information or any like sources that we talked about in the description along with my new video. So y'all better watch it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Have a good rest of your day. Bye.